On this show, they cover the biggest news stories, give their fact-based opinions, and interview many great people from all over the fruited plains. These stories and experiences are what make up the fabric of this great country. This isn't just any show. This is the Matt and Chan Show. Now, live from Fresno, California, here are your hosts, Matt and Chan. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Matt and Chan Show with special guest, Ring X contributor, No Ring, man. How you doing? I'm doing good, Matt. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Before we get started, I just wanted to bring the energy. It's debate day. Joe Biden, Donald J. Trump, tonight, the primetime event. I think we got to start it off with Michael Buffer getting it ready to rumble. I'm going to play it real quick. We're going to get – we got to get pumped up, man. It's going to be – one of the most watched yeah, television. Yeah, you got to get ready. Yeah, so I'm just going to – I think we're just got to kick off the show the right way. So I'm going to play the clip real quick. Washington, D.C., ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to rumble! Oh, yeah. There we go. Thank you, Michael Buffer. We are getting into the show. We are giving you all the in-depth analysis of tonight's debate. And – I'm going to see what Noah Ring thinks about it. I, I guess we got to figure out, is Joe Biden up to the challenge of Donald Trump? A lot of people are giving Biden the pretty much the upper hand in this debate. He's the favorite. Donald Trump is the underdog, especially when the left owns the media. Noah, who are you taking tonight? Uh, if I was a betting man, I would, bet, I would bet on Donald Trump. I mean, Donald Trump won the 2016 debates because he knows one thing well. He really knows how to control the media and control the narrative. Why we will we will watch we will leave this debate tonight and wake up tomorrow morning with headlines that Donald Trump wants to be the headline, unless something crazy happens. I think this is Trump's debate to lose. I 100% agree with that. I think is Trump. It's and I think it really comes down to Trump's per se temperament. I think a lot of I think you really are trying to appeal to the voter that's not going to vote is not a big Trump supporter and they're not a big Biden fan either. So you really got to, I think you got to really appeal to your audience here. And, and a lot of people don't like Donald Trump's personality. They don't like his style. They don't like that. He tweets. They don't like that side of Donald Trump. But as you, as you've seen record low unemployment, peace in the middle East, and just all these different accomplishments, this man's been working for the last three and a half years and he's still getting stuff done. we got a SCOTUS pick coming on the way. That's probably going to get pushed through in the Senate right before the election. And Trump just keeps rolling. So let's, uh, let's get into some of the topics. I know we're going to start off. Joe Biden, they're going to be comparing records. It's the first part of uh, the, the debate tonight. They're going to compare and contrast the records of Joe Biden, Donald Trump. And you have to say Donald Trump has probably done more in three and a half years than Joe Biden's done in 47 years. I think you'd have to agree with that, right? No, no, I completely agree. And like we talked about on the on the, on the panel yesterday, uh, Matt, I believe it was Matt said, the only good thing Biden's done in his entire 50-year tenure has uh, is voting for, for Clarence Thomas. And even since he's came back and said he shouldn't have. Now, Biden, the only thing Biden's been able to do successfully the last 50 years is to be a flip-flopper. You know, he used to be, he's always been somebody who, who cozies up with, with racists and segregationists. Not that I think he's racist, but who you keep as friends is a, is a bit telling. Uh, he, instead of calling out uh, people like uh, Senator Byrd from, uh, from West Virginia, 
instead of calling him out saying he viciously disagrees with him, uh, he, he cozied up to him when he was a first-term senator back in way back in the 1912s. Um, I think it's important to remember that Joe Biden has never been a thought leader within within the United States Senate. I mean, he was a senator from Delaware. It's, it's, I mean, there's a million people there. He never really got challenged. It's important to remember that Joe that Trump, Donald Trump is somebody who came into this way late in the game. He doesn't have 50 years of experience. He's getting, he's more raw. That's why the American people are drawn to him because the American people don't have 50 years of political experience. So I think that this will be a very interesting debate. And I think that when we look at the records, what, look at what Trump has brought us. You know, if we take COVID out of it, he's brought us millions and millions of jobs. He revitalized our economy. And of course, right now it's in the, it's in the tank. But I think after the election and after COVID kind of just mysteriously disappears, it's going gonna, gonna to start to shoot back up. Biden has done nothing. Biden was VP under some of the worst economic years in our nation's history. Yep, 100%. And I'm hoping we see some mic drop moments from Donald Trump. And I'm going to play a clip from the debate in 2016 between him and Hillary Clinton. And I think tonight, some of my bold predictions, I think Donald Trump's going to have multiple of these tonight and throughout the rest of the debates. And this is the pretty much the most famous debate moment. I remember watching this live and going, Oh, snap. He just did that. Did he really just say that? And it's the famous one about Hillary Clinton um, being being in jail. Um, I think this, you'd have to agree, is one of the best moments from the 2016 election. And I think he's going to get a chance tonight. So I'm going to play it real quick. It's awfully good that someone with the temperament of Donald Trump is not in charge of the law in our country. Because you'd be in jail. Secretary Clinton... <laughs> Yeah, that is, like you said, people voted for Donald Trump not because he was this politician that had been in D.C. for 30 years, was well-polished, and he, he wasn't. He was a businessman that ran successful businesses and companies for many years. Not every, not every single thing was a win. I think people go, oh, well, what about his casinos or what about his massive bankruptcy failures and, and the whole Atlantic City and all of that stuff? They always bring up – the pretty much the small percentage of those, those failures under like in Donald Trump's business dealings. And now the taxes, now there it's all about the taxes that Donald Trump only paid $750 in taxes last year and that Donald Trump doesn't pay his taxes. And, and the New York times dropping this piece 48 hours before a debate. Really? Really? And then Joe Biden's campaign coming out with t-shirts, buttons, stickers and everything in regards to the taxes or taxes. Think about that, Noah. Tell me, tell me that the New York Times and the Democrat Party and the mainstream media are not working together. Please, please tell me, right? You know, it, it goes past the New York Times, like you said, with the mainstream media. Look, when, when, you look at, when you look at Donald Trump's taxes, obviously these Democrats have no idea how to run a business because every major Democrat has just been a lifelong career politician. Nancy Pelosi's been in Congress for 33 years. Chuck Schumer's been in Congress for decades. Joe Biden spent 47 years in politics. These people don't know what it's like to run a business. Look, Donald Trump is somebody who is extremely in debt. And what people don't understand, not all debt is bad debt. This isn't credit card debt. When you look at real estate, very rarely do people outside of people like Dave Ramsey, do people buy everything with cash. It's just not something you do. You don't want to allocate all your funds because you never know where the next business venture will come up. So it's very simple. Like, obviously, they know Donald Trump off of real estate. They know Donald Trump after off of Trump Tower. Trump Tower itself has to cost hundreds of millions of dollars. To think that to think that Donald Trump will just cut a check versus taking out a loan, it's crazy. People who 
have never started businesses obviously don't know this. I mean, Nancy Pelosi, uh, Chuck Schumer, what is, how many jobs have they created? The only jobs they've ever created, well, Joe Biden has created a few more jobs because he's created jobs for his son. But the only job that these major Democrats have created are ones within their D.C. offices. I don't think that Trump's tax returns are telling. I mean, I own a small business myself, and I, I can guarantee you it is my goal every April to send as little money to the government as possible. And that's because of our deductions. And do I think that's right? No, but that's why I'm arguing either to go with a complete 100% flat tax with no deduction, with no deductions, or move to more of a sales tax, more of a federal sales tax instead of income tax at all. Those are my two solutions, and I think that the majority of conservatives and people overall will guarantee that they want to take, they, they would agree that they want to take these these loopholes, these deductions away. Yeah, 100%. And then, and it goes into the next topic. I know you talk about pretty much the taxes and then Kamala Harris and Joe Biden have now released their taxes. That's the big story today. And they're just, I think you're just clearing the table. But the thing is, I think most people don't care about what Donald Trump didn't or didn't pay in taxes. And I think, I think the thing you have to mention is it's not like he evaded taxes illegally. He found the loopholes in the system and a lot of business owners use this and worked it so and another common one that you see as a tactic of business owner is or business owners is they only pay themselves so much and then they bonus the remainder amount that they their actual money they bonus that and that and that avoids like you said social security tax and medicare all this stuff that we pay in taxes because you gave yourself a little bit of a salary and then you bonus and, and joe biden's taken advantage of this before so it's nothing new correct um, and if I was like, if I wanted to see anybody's taxes, I want to see Nancy Pelosi's taxes. I want to see the Barack Obama's or the Obama's taxes, the people that have made millions, millions of things um, or millions of dollars off off of office. The, the fact that Trump's worth four point five billion before coming in offices and he's dropped to three billion. And then the Obama's coming worth three million and leaving 70 million dollars richer. And then the Clintons coming up with about 480,000 uh, net worth and then leaving millionaires, $120 million. And you're telling me Donald Trump, who's donated a salary each and every year, is, is this criminal and he's taking money from the American people? I think it's an outrageous claim. Another hit piece by the New York Times. Charlie Kirk said it best. It was, I think it was 10,000 words, that New York Times article. 10,000 words. And he was saying that it compared to Homer's Iliad. I'm like, that that was been had been in the works for many months, and they were waiting for the right time to drop it, just like what you've seen with the Atlantic piece and the soldiers. And now I think even today they're coming out with some more hit pieces on Donald Trump. They're just trying everything. They're throwing the full kitchen sink. And hopefully all of this is pretty much, I think people have more confidence in Donald Trump after tonight. And it really just is how he presents himself. And he just needs to run on his policy. I think that's the, that's the successful thing Donald Trump can do. That's where he can show, this is what I did at three and a half years. Do you want more of this? You may not like my style, but I'm going to get the job done. I'm going to bring results. I, I think that's, that's a winning message for Donald Trump, I think. And, and then when Joe Biden makes those mistakes, don't necessarily hammer into him, but be like, hey, look at this issue right here. This is not good. This is supposed to be the leader of the free country. And you know that the, the president at any office in this country is a very stressful job. You're trying to meet needs of many Americans. And often more than not, it's hard to meet every single person's need. It's, it's nearly impossible. You're not going to make anybody, not going to make everybody happy. Uh, and that's kind of the partisan politics. So the next big topic 
as we've seen with Amy Coney Barrett and we've seen the Supreme Court pick. And, and I, we talked about it on the panel a little bit about getting this push through before the election. I know me and you talked about it the day that it happened and we were, we were talking, Hey, do you think that, that, uh, that they should have filled it? They should have been a nominee. Um, I think, weren't you, weren't you opposed to it at first, the, the nominee being presented? Uh, yes, originally I was opposed to it, but then uh, after listening to people like Charlie, uh, people like Ben Shapiro talk about it, I, I became more in favor of it. Yeah, and and just seeing that potentially this election could go well into December, it's going to be the month long December month long uh, election, and maybe multiple months. I think these debates are just uh, pretty much the precursor to what we're going to see. Until election day, I think we're going to see more hit pieces than we've ever seen before. We're going to see more attacks on Trump supporters than ever before. I don't know. No, do you ever see any really attacks on Joe Biden supporters at all? Oh, no. The only, I don't see any attacks on Joe Biden supporters, mainly because they're not there. Look, my friend Joe Borelli was talking to me about this. He's a New York City councilman. Hey, what he was telling me is that back in 2016, when he was walking around New York where he lives, he saw, you know, he saw a lot of, I'm with her. He saw a lot of, Hillary Clinton, uh, 2020, or 2016, sorry, um, you know, flags, hats, buttons. But he said, why around now? You might see one. You might see one or two every once in a while. And it's because, one, obviously the base is not behind Joe Biden, just as if the base the base of the Republican Party is, is for Trump, but the base of the Democratic Party is not there for Biden. He does not have a lot of support. And I think that's very dangerous for Biden is because if Donald Trump comes to this debate tonight and he, and he, he performs and he plays to the middle in a, in a correct way that doesn't isolate his base, you can see a lot of these moderate moderates who don't know exactly who they want to vote for, like a lot of people who say, you know, who, who, who like Trump's policies, they don't like his personality, whatever it may be. You might see a lot of them start to, to start to change their minds and start to start to consider pretend, perhaps voting for, for Donald Trump. Yeah, I, I, and I have to agree with that. We've seen months of lockdowns, people not being able to go to church, businesses shutting down. Here in I've seen it here in Fresno. I don't know how it looks in Georgia with the lockdown measures. It is the the most draconian lockdown measures here in California. They continue to want to press for lawlessness here in California. They want to keep the no bail system intact. They want to keep we're we're letting murderers go back onto the street. And I think the average American voter doesn't believe that we should be allowing murderers to go back and rapists into the streets. I don't think that's a, that's a good thing to, to have in a society and things as disrupting the nuclear family with BLM incorporated. And now they're, now they're ta- they've taken a lot of this information off their website. And I think people are, are going to be tired of, of hearing this messaging and you know, it more than, than most is, the the socialist policies like the green new deal we never hear about biden's policy we just hear that he's a nice guy and and it's good old joe from delaware and that he's gonna be the man on a mission as this as our president that's supposed to take over and and magically turn us back to the good olden days of america where everybody was happy right we were like a utopia right that's the that's the biden dream right right you know, the good old days of the Great Recession and being, you know, having 10% unemployment. And people like to say Donald Trump does. Outside of COVID, we had the lowest unemployment rate in, in history in at least 100 years for blacks, for, for Hispanics, for women, for, and just overall, in general, for Americans. I don't even like to talk about, you know, 
about race, about the races and, you know, the, 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 the minority things. Uh, of course, that's what the Democrats want to make it out to be. But they say that Trump is this big racist demagogue. Although if you look at it, I mean, Joe Biden had 47 years to say, hey, maybe we should designate the KKK as a terrorist organization. He did. Donald Trump did earlier this week. It's important yeah. to remember that, one, if we get back to he wants to look at records, the records are on Trump's side. Joe Biden has done nothing in, 90, in 47 years that he can that he can that he can campaign on. He's, he's flip-flopped so many times that you don't even know if he's, if he's happy about the 94 crime bill or if he hates it. And he wrote that bill. Yep. Look, I, and to get, to get back into it, I think that the vast majority of Americans, as I'm sure you are, are ready to get back to life as normal. We've seen these numbers that are not necessarily inflated, but they're not necessarily telling the true, the true story. I, you know, over here in Georgia, which I've told you multiple times, you need to go ahead and get a plane to get over here. Look, we've all lockdown restrictions now are pretty much at the local level and then up to the businesses. It's something that we like. I wear a mask now, even though it's that they say they're required within all the stores. You don't, the employees don't wear it. It's just kind of like the corporate policies. But it, it's it's a place that I'm glad to call home because Democrats don't run here, don't run the state, and hopefully they never will. Because Democratic policies are policies that will turn our country from one of the most prosperous countries in the history of the world to one of the countries that will that students 300 years ago will read about the way we read about Rome.